hood to your truck and let's go hooky bob and you're listening to polygonometry this is a family podcast where each week i sit down with a member of my family and we talk about what it's like growing up in the kentucky of the bitterroot valley <laughs> uh so i'm stoked you guys are listening to uh, the show if you guys have any questions comments concerns issues things you want to talk about things that you want to yell at me for dude i'm all ears reach out to me on facebook instagram uh or gmail um, if you have a way to contact me through Morse code or some sort of underground railroad situation, knock on my door. I'll put a candle in my window. Dude, it's going to happen. Anyway, uh, send them in. Uh, send in your comments and questions and stuff. More than happy to answer anything you guys want. Um, but this is just part two of the episode that you could probably just barely listen to if you're listening to both episodes in a day. But this is the continuation of my sister's episode. We basically cranked a bunch of LaCroix's. And, uh, and by LaCroix, I mean the adult LaCroix, which is the LaClaw, dude. No laws when you're drinking claws. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we had a good time. And on this episode, uh, her husband jumps on. So it's going to be great. Has a unique perspective of what it's like uh, hearing about Pinesdale from outside of the walls, the outside of the sniper towers and shit. Uh, I hope you guys like it. And I hope you guys enjoy the second part of the episode that I have with my little sister. Mom's actually been a really good resource for me, yeah, which is really right. cool. Yeah. And then also when I'm like emotional AF and I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> help. I need help. Yeah. Yeah. Done that plenty of times. Yeah. What else you got on your list? Oh, we didn't touch a thing. Oh, nice. Um, cool. I don't care. We got loads of time. Um. So the first thing I wrote down, actually, because I thought about this all weeks ago, um, kind of when you started your podcast, I was like, okay, I better start brainstorming ideas because I know I'm going to sit down someday. Yeah. Um, what it's, was it? it's dumb that we haven't done this earlier. Yeah. What was it like for you when you got baptized? Oh, man. Because... I was eight. It's weird as fuck that there's a room in the basement of the lunchroom that had a giant <laughs> bathtub in it and a locker room. <laughs> Have you not heard this? No. <laughs> so what's great is that uh, my guest's husband is just listening and witnessing all of us, all of, just all this shit that we're talking about. Um, yeah, so at the basement of the blue building or the other building that's attached to the school, which is where we had a lunch. That's why we call it the lunchroom. The nursery is really close to the baptis- baptismal font. Remember the red slide? Oh, yeah, of course I remember the red, okay, red slide. I've got, oh, now I've got way more stories. Okay. <laughs> Lots of memories are coming back. Yeah, right so, no, like for me, when I got baptized, I was, honestly, I was feeling like I was doing exactly what I needed to do. Because I was, I was in it, man. I Did was in it. Did you have to meet with the bishop before you got baptized? Yep. Dude, I, okay, so I remember that conversation. And he, so the bishop at the time uh, was Maury probably the same one i had yeah he's been the bishop forever but like um i mean not now i mean maybe now i don't know since the split i don't know but like uh he 
I was so, I was so fucking nervous. Oh, I was, I was, terrified. I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. Did and I'm assuming. Did you walk up with dad? Did you walk up the trail with dad? Uh, yeah. Oh, so similar. Oh yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. But like he, like I was so scared, but I knew that it was what I needed to do. And honestly, like it was one of those first moments where I was like, I actually got a laugh with something that was original and kind of quippy Mm -hmm. and it it stuck with me. But like he talked to me about, um, like, like responsibility and, Mm -hmm. You what know, it means to be faithful. What it means to be faithful. Now you are held accountable. So like the the accountability, responsibility aspect. God's how watching those things, you now. Now you're yeah. years old. He's watching. Yeah, yeah, now that God gives a shit about what you're doing. And like, it, I he got the whole spiel, mm-hmm. right? And I was obviously very like engaged and tried to like, but I was just, my heart was beating out of my chest. Mm-hmm. Dad was there. So it was kind of like this weird like, I want to make sure that I'm doing well for dad because mm-hmm. I wanted dad's expectations to be met, yep. like all this different stuff. And he said, what has been one thing in your scripture studies that you've learned that basically he said, like, what have you learned that has helped you the most mm-hmm. essentially? And my answer was, <laughs> all I know is Joseph Smith had to be real strong because carrying the gold plates must have been really heavy. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it got a laugh. It got a laugh. A, uh, a, a small little chuckle, right? And that was one of those moments where I was like, got him. Yes. Yes, I, I have him. That's when your comedy career started. <laughs> Eight years ago. Okay, okay. Career is a huge, <laughs> it's a big step. Okay, it's not there yet. <laughs> not by a long shot, but like, <laughs> but yeah, like it was one of those moments where I was like, yes, I got it. You know, I got what I wanted out of the situation because it was, and then from there I was fine. I was easy going. I was like able to kind of like handle it. So I had a very different experience. Really? So was it the, because there's the articles of faith and there's eight of them? 13. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that that yeah. was not applied? Okay. Okay. So, so hold on. Pause. Do you remember them? No. Okay. The first one. It's, what does it start with? I don't know. Bullshit. I don't know. Dude, every single one of them, except for two of them, I think, don't start with this. I don't know what they are. Okay, it starts with we believe. Mm. Well, we believe in God, the eternal Father, and in his son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. I kind of want to... Boom. Not to, like, diss on any religions, but I just wanted to throw up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the feeling I get. I hit you with the first article of faith, and you want to vomit. It's not, it's not because of the article of faith it's because of all those uh orem mormons it, it's that it's because i <laughs> sat in the faculty room at pines academy during sunday school yeah and was berated by that same someone we spoke of earlier yeah for not knowing them and i'm a smart i was a smart kid my oh, dad yeah. was a teacher yeah. i needed i needed to be the it's best funny, it's funny that you're telling me that your dad was a teacher when we have the same dad okay <laughs> well my dad dad okay i'm was not speaking to you in you're, my brain I, I know i know you're speaking to the general audience anyway i i just didn't know them i didn't memorize them i didn't care do you want do you want to puke a little bit more nope we believe that men will be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transre- transgression. Mm. Adam's transgression? I thought it was yeah. Eve. No, Adam's transgression because he's at fault because he should have been responsible for the woman because he owns her. Remember? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. 
beginning of the world. Yeah. That's when it started. Mm. But anyway, I didn't know those. So then dad and I, fast forward to me being eight years old. And he's like, okay, next Sunday, you and Bubba are going to get baptized together. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's um, right. (laughs) And we're walking up the trail, and he goes, so do you know your articles of faith? And I was like, no. And he was like, I said some more things. I don't know. I can't remember the conversation because I was so nervous. It was that, like, your your first experience of, like, pure anxiety of, like, I have to go meet with this guy. He's like really important. I don't really know why, but like, he's going to basically tell me if God loves me or not. Like that was what I had in my mind. And you're eight. Yes. (laughs) You're eight eight years years old. old. So I go and I sit down and you're a goddamn third grader. Butchered it. (laughs) I butchered it. I, I just failed so miserably. Yeah. But then I still got baptized. There you go. And that was my first, like my first ever feeling at least what i remember of not feeling important wait really because okay explain that really quick so in my mind at that time i was like okay if i fail this they're not gonna let me because oh and so you failed it anyway so that means and i was like man these guys will take anybody they'll they'll take anybody yes yes and so i was like man i am just another just another one of them like i i don't add value because they're taking me anyway like like why would they take on somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about that's true and so that was my first ever like kind of experience of really, thinking it was kind of bullshit yeah no, yeah thinking it was bullshit for sure i mean i mean bullcrap bullshit yeah bullshit that's <laughs> <much> bullshit <laughs> um yeah so that was like my kind of first experience of ever really feeling like super down on myself which Damn. is a bummer yeah, no, for sure. Which is a big bummer. So for clarification, only one of the Articles of Faith does not start with we believe. What does it start with? It starts with we claim. Mm, what do they claim? Uh, we claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates in, of our own conscience and allow all men the same privilege. Let them worship how, where, what they may, which is an interesting one. Because. Of the whole concept of missionary work, right? Oh, missionary. Missionary work. Okay, I'm gonna just going to straight up and say it. Like, if... The pers- I'm not saying that missionary work from the dictates and laws and ordinances of the gospel are false in this or hypocritical towards this because I don't know the dictates and the specifics of why missionary work is a specific thing. But to me, that's not really the main point because the perception of missionary work is at complete odds with the 11th article of faith. Mm-hmm. Because if we believe or claim the privilege of worshiping the Almighty God, a.k.a. the Mormons claiming the privilege to worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of our own conscience. Okay, Mormonism, LDS Church, sure thing, cool. Mm-hmm. And allow all men the same privilege. Let them ha- worship how, where, or what they may. That means we don't care who they worship, how they worship, or what they worship, or where they worship. It doesn't matter. Just so why do missionary work in the first place? That's why the Mormon religion is so hypocritical, and that's like it's a little weird. It's a big reason that I don't I understand out it all the college. way. It, it, it's a it's a very impactful thing. The, yeah, the fact that we grew up thinking and believing, and you more so than me for sure because of just the age gap. Yeah. Um. That I don't know. We were better than people because of our God. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely like I mean, pretty fucked up. Yeah, 
No, 100%. Yeah. And then I feel like for some people, it sends them into the opposite where they realize that they had been so hypocritical. Yeah. And then they're on the lowest low. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, completely. They're in the lowest low because they're like, damn, I grew up thinking that. Yeah. When I know for a fact that there are so many people out there that are better than me. That don't believe Strictly it. because of the fact that they didn't believe that. Yeah. They, they don't have to think that they're better than me or not better than me or worse than me. They're better than me simply because they didn't think either. Yeah. Because they didn't ad- adhere to both sides of it. And, and that's and the reasoning behind our tattoo that we share. Yeah. Like the, both of us, the, the open-minded future at the very end towards yeah. our elbow is, is for that reason. Is because yeah. we grew up with that closed-minded past. Mm-hmm. And the future for us is to be open-minded. And I think we've both fulfilled that pretty well. Oh, yeah, I agree. And also, just reading the 12th article of faith, and you're talking about hypocrisy, and I'm not letting you know Mormons get the full brunt of this, but like fundamentalists as well, we believe in being subject to kings, presidents, rulers, and magistrates in obeying, honoring, and sustaining the law. Which they didn't do because, because they, they live polygamy. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's like, okay, so what is it then? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's if, bullshit. If you don't have value, then you don't have anything. Well, if you don't adhere to your own values, or if you don't adhere to the values that you want everyone else to adhere to, mm-hmm. then you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so it's so ridiculous. There's a reference in a TV show called Letterkenny. I love Letterkenny. Okay. Dude, it's so good. I can't remember the phrase, but Wayne says something along the lines of like, I know I knew I was going to butcher it, but like basically along those lines of like, if you don't have value, then then what do you got? Yeah. 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 But for all the listeners out there, please watch letter Kenny because you'll have a good laugh. It's great. It's it's an awesome snapshot of not only Canada, but the Midwest in general. Yes. Uh, Midwestern U S but yeah, no, I Um, agree a hundred percent. So to go back to that, I didn't know my articles of faith at all, but then I still got baptized and I had to wear the weird white dress and get dunked in the weird bathtub. What do they call it? A font? Font. The font. Font. Is it F-A-U-N-T? F-O-N-T. F-O-N-T. It's not, it's not font F-A-U-N-T. But isn't font like, like the font of the, the letters, like Times New Roman is a font? Yeah. F-O-N-T. But the same thing as a giant bathtub that you don't kids in? No, it's like, <laughs> no, it's a synonym. Oh, or what does it no. stand for? No. Not synonym, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> oh my God. What? what does F-O-N-T stand for? You said synonym. What is? Synonym is not acronym. <laughs> You almost said cinnamon right there. Yeah, you almost... <laughs> no, font is F-O-N-T. It's like... <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to do. It, the fountain. Yeah, like, so it's... Okay, I, okay. No, font okay. means... It's spelled the same, but means two different things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. English. Yeah, English One language. of those classes that I didn't do very well in. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. So you can have a baptismal font and you can have a font type Yes. or type font. I will say that, um, and you'll probably have to bleep the name out on this, but yeah, was at my baptism. Yeah. Is a very positive figure in my life. Easily. And I, very long time. And I do not even feel bad about saying this in regards to all the other people in my life, but he in particular is top three human beings I've ever met in my life. 
it, like a, such a genuine human. Such a and amazing person. He was person. there, and I remember standing before when you're like plugging your nose and, <laughs> and they're like got their hands on your head and you're like, oh, man, yeah. everybody's about to see my boobs because this is a white dress and I'm only eight and this is really <laughs> weird for me. And <laughs> Did you listen to mom stuff about what she said about the clinging? Yeah, yeah. it's clingy. That's oh, real clingy. It's, that's probably why she has claustrophobia issues. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that. <laughs> that's the reason why mom was getting, and I know I said this before on her episode, but mom was getting waterboarded for Jesus and she has PTSD about the clinging and that's why she has claustrophobia. There we go. We just diagnosed her. Boom, Bam. dude. But you're welcome, mom. I remember looking at him <laughs> and knowing that he was a very positive person that was there. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I think, I don't know. I can't remember if Paul and I got dunked at the same time. No, you guys had to go. We, the font wasn't that big. Oh yeah. Uh, but dad still did it. And it was really weird because everybody was on those fold out chairs. And I remember. Wait, I know who led the song. I'm nervous. Who? Weird. She led the song, right? Was it I Am a Child of God? <laughs> and he has sent me so, so Chantel, <laughs> Chantel snapchatted me the other day and she yeah. goes, I need help. And I was like, why? And she's like, because I have I Am a Child of God stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh God, girl, oh, I'm so sorry. Dude. It's okay. Um, that's so funny. It's okay. I, there I, okay. are definitely times where I wake up and hit the Sunbeam song. Dude. Comes into my head and I'm just like, God I, damn it. I am not kidding when I say that I whistle church hymns while I'm at work. All the time. The song about the Lamanites was my favorite one. Which one? Book of Mormon stories that we told to me. Oh yeah. And the second verse is supposed to be like Book of Mormon stories that we watch on our TV. Mm-hmm. But oh, that's the, the only I never read the Book history. of Mormon. Dun dun dun. Yep. <laughs> I never read the Book of Mormon or the or the Bible. You never read either of them? No. Nope. You heathen. Oh yeah. I was, I What's was, wrong with you? I was you? rebellious even when I was like, oh my learning god, to read. you are a heretic. Yeah, yeah. I never read. I never read any of them. And what? literally, I, I just gathered the information. My knowledge of it is from living just, scriptures and stories from like and reading. Well, technically, I did read it because of family scripture nights. That's not really technically. Yeah, but yeah, that was me reading one verse and then skipping. 30 and then reading the next and then skipping yep. 30 more <laughs> dude did you okay so when we were doing family scripture study and i know there's been a lot of moments in this pod or in this specific episode of the podcast where people haven't really understand the context so we're going to explain some context okay. uh we as a family and this is not family as in like you and me Individual and our two siblings, siblings and, and parents. our parents yeah like the six of the us. six of us it was not us mm -hmm. it was like my dad's siblings and their respective kids dad's 10 siblings and, there and their respective kids, kids given who is home from school or whatever because we yeah, started yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of a weird it was on sundays it was on sundays but i think how old were you when we started yeah oh i was pretty young in the heat of it like like when we were oh. really really vigilant with it oh i would probably say i was like maybe 9 10 11 okay around there yeah. okay yeah that that sounds about right yeah because you, then you were probably like six seven eight mm -hmm. yeah which was right around that time where I was just like, man, this stuff is boring. Yeah, dude. 
This is these are lame, and I, I don't, don't want to hear about Alma the Younger, dude. No, and I don't know how to pronounce these words, dude. Okay, do you remember that moment where you were reading from the scriptures, and then you were supposed to read the verse that said, "I am Amoron," but then you said, "I am a moron." Well, I'm still a moron. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is so in character for me. I think about that weekly. Do you? Uh, yeah. That's unfortunate. It's so funny to I me. I wish you had better memories than me. <laughs> well, it's not to know that. Why was that bad, bad, be a bad memory? Uh, it's a bad memory for me because I humiliated myself. Yeah, you did. And, and it's so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that was so awesome. Like uh, I, yeah. I laughed about that. And again, like I said, I think about it weekly and I still laugh about it. It's so, not like I, I roll on the floor, but I just do a little like. <laughs> so that still happens to me. I was at the grocery store the other day. <laughs> You're thinking about a, a moron. Not a moron, but pronouncing words incorrectly. <laughs> I walked past the Parmesan cheese and I was like, Parmesan, hey. Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just. Yeah, yeah it's a right. normal thing. Yeah, that's normal. No, but yeah, I would say that I was right around, yeah. 10, 11, 12 years old when we were in the thick of scripture yeah. study. And so what we, what we would do is we started with the Book of Mormon mm -hmm. and we started from 1 Nephi chapter mm -hmm. 1, verse 1 and but the, went But through. these are adapted versions. No. Aren't we, they? Because we, they? No, we did the full Book of Mormon, but then we did the... Um, the family version. The family Bible mm -hmm. or the, the whatever it's called. Yeah. Fuck, now I can't mm -hmm. say it and I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's like the entire Bible, but in stories that are condensed and not word for word, verse for verse. Yeah. Um, but we did do that word for word, verse for verse uh, with the Book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. And basically, we would get everybody sitting in the living room together. Basically, the room where I've recorded most of my podcasts in, or yes. my podcast episodes in, yep. rather. Either there um, or in some other larger family's family room. Yeah. And so we would go around and we would read, one person would read three verses and then the next person would pick up and read three verses and pick up, read three verses. But the younger up. kids only had to read one. Yeah, but the younger kids who didn't know how to read quite or well enough yet would read one verse, mm -hmm. right? Or like a sentence mm -hmm. and then their parent or older sibling or older cousin would pick up for them. Yep. Um, and so we would go around the entire thing and we read the entire Book of Mormon that way. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we would read what? It was like a chapter at a time or a book? We would try to like do three, three chapters. chapters. Yeah. yeah. Three chapters. Yeah. But and then. then <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. You remember when we would we knew we were getting to the end? And you could watch everybody get really antsy. <laughs> yes. And everybody would close the book and it was like. God, it was. People would just like disperse. The kids would oh, be dude. like, the room would explode. Close the book, boom, everybody's gone. Playing yep. rats dolls. Playing finally. Gotta go cook dinner for everybody. Yep, time for over the can. Start that family project. Like cinnamon rolls are on the. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Oh God, faster than you could gather everybody. That's for sure. Yeah. No, we would immediately just ex completely explode, and uh, longest chapter in the Book of Mormon was in the Book of Jacob. Mm. chapter yeah, five I have no idea all right okay I, I mean i'm just googling it right okay. now but i definitely remember this part but i do know that the longest uh chapter uh is i mean the longest chapter is chapter five of the book of jacob but the one with the most verses is in the book of alma and it has like 63 verses no not 63 verses i can't remember exactly when but it just had a lot of verses so it didn't really come down to like the length of the chapter itself, it came down to the amount of verses. Mm -hmm. That's what we were always looking at. It wasn't so much the word for word count. Yeah. It was how many verses, because then that means we had to have so many turns, right? 
we would have a short chapter and it would be like sick mm-hmm. only three chapters but then grandpa would always come in <sighs> and say this was a short chapter let's read another one ah bless us all grandpa you're so holy and wonderful and you're great but goddamn, i don't want to be here i want to steal raspberries from your wife i <laughs> um i didn't have a great relationship with grandpa I would say that that is fairly common. I wouldn't say it was bad, but it was. I would say it was underdeveloped. Sure, that's what I was going to say. Underdeveloped, and I don't want to blame him for much of anything. Yeah, but I do want to associate him a, with a little bit of blame sure. for insecurities of mine. Oh, um, really? I had a pair of shorts. They were gray. They had white ribbing and a peace sign on one hip mm. they were a little too short ah. he was very good at reminding me that they were too short and that i wasn't necessarily welcome mm. when i was wearing those shorts at grandma's house at grandma's house and that was a tough that was a really tough thing for me to just wanting to wear these cute shorts with peace sign because i was a little hippie when i was a kid <laughs> and it was that was a little tough for sure yeah to, to have uh, such an important figure. And it's not so much like he was to blame for the insecurity. It's just that he didn't, like he was a contributor to mm-hmm. the insecurity, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, of course, grandpa is not to blame. To no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, gotcha, gotcha. But that's a very early childhood memory for me. Ah, and, okay. And so I think it does quite, have quite a bit to do with it. Yeah. And I, I kind of thought that he didn't like me anymore. So I, I didn't really want to be around him. Oh, so your, your, uh, it seemed to be like what you thought grandpa's relationship currency was, yeah. was being modest and being yeah. holy and that kind of thing. And like he only cared about you if you were righteous. Yeah. And, and because of the age that I was growing sure. up with him being very prominent in our lives, yeah, I just got to see, I, I, I mainly saw brother D. I mm. didn't really see grandpa D. Sure. Sure. It wasn't until he was dying that I saw grandpa D. And I think that is normal. And yeah. I, and I think that's okay. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of people who say like, you know, your time's up. Like yeah. you didn't have a life with him. Like, how can you have, yeah. it's like, no, no. Yeah. Like just because they're dying and it's, it, it's not to say that like you don't regret those things yeah. or you're like, you live your life in your own way and you don't care about the person who's dying anymore. That's not the case. Like, the fact that he was, you know, steadily declining while I was living in the same house as him. Yeah. Right? Like, that means that, like, part of my daily routine from getting home from work was going up and just chatting with him for mm-hmm. five, ten minutes mm-hmm. and then just going about my day. Yeah. You know, which was way more than I talked to him when I was when I, when I was a kid. Yeah. And I still, I still didn't really get a connection because I was already not living in the Bitter Valley anymore. Yeah. So I, I really, I only got to say that makes sense to him. Yeah. Um... Well, and when you think about it, like he has 28 kids and they all have loads so many and different loads of things. grandkids and, yeah. and the way that they handled everything was just so vastly different. We well, don't need to get into that. No, like, no, no, not at all. And, and death is a very, it's a weird thing for a lot of people. It's, it it's, a, it's different. It's different for a lot of people too. Yeah. And personally, I think death is a freaking achievement. Like at that age. Yeah, it's like you made it, man. Dude, yeah. you he were was... alive for 80, 83, 82? 84. Oh, 84. 
90. Dude, he was like eight. He was like 70 years old for the last 50 years of his life. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> just like dad's been 42 for like so at least 17 years. Dad's been 42 since he was 27. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I think it's a feat and I think it's, oh, it's totally. an awesome feat. And it, it is unfortunate that cancer and other things take loved ones from us that's really uh, yeah it sucks it sucks yeah. it sucks really bad oh absolutely but hell yeah talk about a man that lived what he lived like to his fullest potential what he thought was his fullest I mean I've potential. said this I've said this on previous episodes but like there's nobody that's been more Christ-like than grandpa he no. did not walk the walk or I mean, he did not talk the talk he walked the walk yeah like he was so he was righteousness. And I don't want to like keep no. on harping on grandpa. But no, like, no, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, do you, uh, to kind of bridge um, here, sure. I don't know if you experience, like I said earlier, I feel like that spiritual. The holy, holy crap. Yeah. Um, I don't think that he has visited or his energy has been present since he passed away. But Where? With me, with you, okay. With me, so I've had I've had multiple experiences where both grandmas have, have been showing up, have been present, been present. Yeah, okay. And it's like the first time was Grandma Linda. I was still working at Bob Ward's. Mm-hmm. I was in the shoe room, and you know those walls are paper thin. You can hear, oh yeah, everything that oh, happens yeah. on the floor while you're in the back room. Sure. And Grandma Linda had a very distinctive laugh. Yes, she did. She laughed. Really. I was the only one on shift Whoa. and it was like nine o'clock in the morning. There was nobody in the store. There was nobody, not a patient, not a patient, sorry, not a, a customer came in at all. I went up to the front desk and asked, I was like, Hey, is there anybody in here? Like thought I heard somebody. What? You and heard, it, you and heard, it, heard grandma her laugh, laughing? And it was her laugh. You heard grandma laugh. And it was not in my head. It was not like me just imagining things. It was, it was you heard very it. distinctive. What? Yeah. And then very recently, within this last week. Um, Did you see Grandma Stella? She popped up as a recommended friend on Facebook. I'm still I'm still working on this one. Thank you. She popped up as a recommended friend on Facebook. And that usually happens for like active people, you know? People were, you not, like, were you not friends with Grandma on Facebook Apparently before? not. I thought I was. Huh. But she popped up as a requested friend. Or not requested, as a suggested friend. Suggested friend on Facebook. On Facebook. Wow, and dude. So that was really powerful for me. And then the next day, I turned on the TV at work. And we were turning on like skiing videos. Because it's sure. winter time and it's whitefish, you know? Yeah. Um. Then video gets over, and usually YouTube just auto plays the next one. And yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, I search a ski video. There's millions of them on YouTube. Oh, It'll yeah. just play the next one. Guess what movie it played? Uh. Think of Grandma Linda. Well, West Side Story. Dances with Wolves. What? It played Dances with Wolves after a ski video. There's no skiing that happens in Dances with Wolves. I. None at all. There's not even skis. None at all. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm I'm being either looked after, or, you know, that stuff is so interesting to me because I mean I don't believe in like spirits and like visitations and yeah. like that kind of stuff. I, I just don't. But I do think that there are awesome associations. I mean, that's the whole reason why I have my back tattoo is like it's a giant owl, it's mm-hmm. barn owl. Right. And like 
the four weeks or the two weeks leading up to and the two weeks immediately following Grandma Estella's death, I saw mm-hmm. an owl every single day. Yeah. Whether it was a barn owl or not, it didn't matter. I saw an owl also. Yeah. So anytime I hear or see an owl, I immediately associate that with Grandma. I saw an owl at my housing development in Orem, Utah. Yeah. Which is a very strange place to see an owl. Yeah. I mean, I was seeing owls like while I was running and I was also like, I was in college and I was traveling around the U S to race for cross country. Like I was in fucking Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it could be, it could be too, that like, we're just like thinking about that person a lot and sure. Oh yeah, sure. And then we're seeing things, you know, how that that free association might happen. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Um, but yeah, grandma, both grandmas have been present lately. And you know, I don't, I don't knock anybody who thinks that that's kind of just a nifty, cool thing. Yeah. I think there's magic in the world a yeah. little bit. Just, just a little there bit. There has to be. There has to be. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, aliens are real. So like, why is it magic? Oh, dude. Aliens, of co- uh, dude, of course aliens are real, dude. That's yeah. not even a question they to me anymore. To yeah. Um. We were talking about grandpas and stuff. Grandpas and grandmas. <laughs> talking about grandpas and stuff. <laughs> and everything entailing grandpas. Not everything entailing grandpas, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I was uh, I was just really amazed. I, I didn't really think much about seeing Grandma Stella pop up. I was more like, somebody must have posted on her page. I know some of her grandkids still like to tag her and things when they're needing to get their emotions out. I mean, yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm I not get a, it too. I'm not a, I don't do it. No, I, think I don't either. I think it's kind of dumb. And I'm not saying that like you are dumb if you do that. No, no, no. It's but just But it's not like you. they're dead, you yeah. know, like write a letter. Yep. You know? Yeah. And, and whatever floats your boat. Sure. Whatever razzles sure. your berry. Whatever razzles your berry, whatever sharpens your pencil. Exactly. Go for it. So I didn't really think much of it and, until Grandma Linda popped up and yeah. and I was like, I don't know what it is hmm. or I don't know why. Um, but out loud in my own time, I was like, thank you sure. for either watching over me or sending me a message of some kind. Message acknowledged. Yes. Like, don't know what it is yet. Probably won't know until a long ways out. Sure. But you delivered it. And cool. I got it. Cool. Um, which is just really incredible. Yeah. It's really incredible. That's and so cool. Especially for me not really having a very, very close relationship with either of them. Really? You didn't? I, I got to talk to them. I got to talk to them a lot, but I never really got to talk to them about like personal things. Mm. It's really interesting to me because okay. Tristan has a very different relationship with his aunts and his uncles and his grandmas and grandpas. Sure, sure. He's very close. It's like weekly phone calls. Mm-hmm. And for me growing up, it was like, I'll see you when I'm in Washington next time. Yeah. I won't talk to you until then. Yeah. Which could be years. Sure. Or months, whatever it is, you know. Um, and of course, I have great memories with Grandma Stella. Um, and Grandma Linda got to tell me how her and Grandpa D were soulmates. Which was really cool. That's so sweet. Which was really cool. That's so sweet. And because she did her weird little like, ha, we're soulmates. <laughs> and I was like, why do you say that? Well, just because we are. That's so Grandma Linda. Yeah, which That's was awesome. really cool. That's really cool. Anyway. Can we pause really quick? Yeah, we can pause. Okay, I gotta pee. All right, we're gonna pause. Uh, 
recording for one hour and 55 minutes and 53 seconds. It is getting a long time with that, so okay. It's my sister and I love her, but not in a weird way, because that would be gross. It's time for her to get out of the bathroom. Boom, boom. Can you hear? Can you hear that? That's her flushing the toilet, dude. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were humming I Am a Little Teapot or the Jeopardy song. I was doing Jeopardy. R.I.P. Alex. Yeah, dude, R.I.P. Dude, okay, did your did his death affect you like it did me? No. Okay, probably not. I cried. I don't doubt that. Yeah, I totally cried when Alex Trebek died. 100%. It's really unfortunate. Why is it unfortunate? Not unfortunate that you cried. Unfortunate is that he died. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. No, it was his time, though. You know, yeah. he was dealing with pancreatic cancer and stuff. That's a tough one. Yeah, definitely that's tough. A, that's not a... Stage four or something oh, like that? man. Stage five? That's not know. a lot of hope. But he was, like, doing well, and then it got worse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, next point on my um, little list here is the fact that... I freaking hated girls' class. <laughs> and I wanted okay. so much more to be a Boy Scout. I've heard that from a lot of different women. So much fucking cooler. <laughs> like, I like you can ask Tristan. Like, I suck at cooking. I really okay. suck at cooking. Which skills are you better at? Cooking or singing? Cooking. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah. Well, to be honest, like, of any of the other skills that you would have, a re- like, at your repertoire, singing would probably be the worst one. Oh, hands down. Okay, so it's not that much better than singing. No. Okay. Okay, it's getting better. Okay, that's good. I, I have, like, it's almost like I have to complete the entire process. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go to the grocery store, buy the ingredients, have to look up the, men- like the, the menu, the recipe, and then I have to cook the meal. I have to be there for the whole thing and have to do it all by myself. Sure. Then it's a great meal. Okay. Otherwise, if I'm being lazy, it's going to taste like crap. Okay. Um, so I don't think girls class really did me very many favors. No, because aspect. like learning how to sew just got kind of boring for you. Yeah. Sewing sucks. Dude, sewing I, is great. It, I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is, but it's not something I want to do. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. That's um, fine. But, but but Boy Scouts was so much cooler. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, I learned how to sew in the Boy Scouts, so there's that. Uh, yeah, and it was probably cooler I sewing. <laughs> cooler sewing? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, man, I like busted my knee on a log and now I've got to sew my pants back together. Whereas like, let me mend a blanket for my baby. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, you were doing something cool and now you have to sew in order to continue doing cool things. Oh, okay. Whereas in girls class, it was like, you need to know how to do this because you're a woman. Oh uh, yeah. And you're like, why can't I need to know how to do this? It's because funny. I want to do, do it, cool it, things. It's funny hearing you say that after like talking about how awesome it is to be a mom. It's so much different than how awesome it is to be a woman. Okay, that makes sense. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. No, Boy Scouts for me was great. I didn't get touched. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, no, that never happened. 
I was, I was one of the lucky ones, mm-hmm. right? And I learned a lot of really awesome stuff. I learned how to, you know, use a compass. Mm-hmm. I know how to start a fire without matches, yeah. which uh, came to help me out later in life when I started working in the woods mm-hmm. where we, you know, started fires with, you know, friction yeah. and that kind of thing. So yeah, no, dude. And I remember one time and you were too young for this, I think, but our Boy Scout troop and the girls class had a head to head competition to see who was better at first aid and like, like overall like skills. Yeah. I'm um, sure the boys won. Like not tying and that kind of stuff. Actually, the girls kicked our ass. That's awesome. Because it was the, we got to beat the boys, right? Yeah. And the boys took it for granted of like, oh yeah, we'll be fine because we know how to do this. Uh, yeah. Right? And we just got our asses yeah. handed to us. Yeah. There was a Boy Scout meeting at our house, as always. <laughs> and my bedroom was upstairs on the, the yep. north side of the house. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And I wasn't allowed to be downstairs because I was too distracting, which is a little unfortunate. Wait, hold on. Did mom and dad tell you that? Yes. Distracting is a way of as like... As in, I was distracting the boys from what they were supposed to be doing because... because uh, you're a girl. And, yeah. Bummer. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand it now because I understand what boys at that age are going through. Sure. So I don't blame mom and dad for making me feel guilty about that. It still doesn't make it okay. No. Yeah, gotcha. I understand. They were acting smartly. Yes. yes. Or with intelligence. Yes. And dad just needed to get some stuff done. And, well, that, and he needed like, kids to pay attention. And that does. And what we're saying right now doesn't mean that our parents are like some sort of like sexist assholes. Absolutely it not. It means like, okay, given the situation that we are working with, you know, young men who mm. are grew up in a cult. Yes. Having a woman around is extremely distracting. And that's just the reality. So yes. it would be a lot easier for everybody for you to head to your room. But what I could do for those Boy Scouts that were on my front lawn was play music for them. So I opened my window and I <laughs> set my boom box up on the windowsill. Yeah. And I gave them some All-American Rejects. Oh, my God. Yep. Just playing some Dirty Little Secrets. Dirty Little Secrets. And there's one kid who was really into breakdancing. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yep, and he did it on the um, front lawn, and then I felt involved. And that's awesome. Yeah, that's. But great. there was a lot of other, like going to day camps for with Boy Scouts was my f- most favorite thing. It's awesome. Um, most favorite thing the the one that was um, the Earth Science one, I think, and the the science one. Yeah, because they're all of the ologies. Yes. Yeah. With the animals that we did at Kiwanis Park. Do you remember that yeah. one? You might have been a little bit no. older. I mean, I was getting older, but yeah, I remember that okay. one. We've had a few day camps at that spot. Yeah. yeah. But there was one that was like all about animals. They had um, like a lady that had like a pet falcon and an owl and they had oh, somebody yeah. that had a bunch of snakes. Yeah. And I got to carry around this rubber boa the whole time. Oh, yeah. And it was just this cute little snake that just, like, is, like, more like a worm, honestly. And yeah. And just wiggle around my fingers. And I was like, man, being a boy is way cooler than being a girl. <laughs> you gotta play snakes. I would say it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I remember the day camps and I remember the ology one. I remember the, the night one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the nights one? You were probably really, really young. No, I don't remember that. You don't one. remember that one. Mm-mm. So the first one that we ever had was like survivor day camp. Yeah. Where it was like, you're trapped on a deserted Island. Oh, that's like awesome. Gilligan's Island kind yeah. of theme. Dude, it was so dope. I was super young, but then we had like a nights one where it was all about medieval stuff. And then we had, we had like the, the military one. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the ology one, dude. There were so many. It was awesome. The the two that stick out in the in and my mind. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but like it's crazy to think that mom and dad, and like a bunch of other people yeah. that mom and dad knew, but like mom and dad were like the center. They were like the nexus of everything. Yeah. Like they were the ones that came up with the ideas. They were the ones that could like put that all together. Yeah. The two that stick out in my mind the very most are the ones that were at Donaldson Pits, the the sand pits. Um. Yeah. And then the Kiwanis Park one, of course. Yeah. Those yeah. two stuck out in my mind the very most. And a cool thing, or a weird thing, I guess, is that a woman not associated with Pinesdale necessarily, but definitely associated with Boy Scouts, oh, um, yeah. was at all of those day camps. Her son and I went to school together. Mm-hmm. Um, later, she ended up being my boss, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when, oh, I, yeah. when I worked at The Edge. And... Um, I don't know. Boy Scouts just created a lot of really good memories for me, even though I wasn't a boy. Yeah. I mean, we were, our whole family was involved. Yeah. And then it just sucks that I had so many negative experiences with the girls side of things, with girls class being like all about the girl stuff. And then, um, all about the girl stuff. And then leaving Pinesdale and no longer attending Piney church. Yeah. But then attending the LDS church in Corvallis and going to girls camp. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? One time. Never uh, again. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. We were, it was after girls camp. We were at the ward house and we're going through the slideshow. That big group, they got all of the girls and all of their moms and sisters together. And we were watching a slideshow, all the pictures from girls camp. And a picture came up of me. And, of course, it's girls camp. You're camping. You're not wearing any makeup. Your hair's not done. Yeah. You just, you look rough. Yeah. And woman that was sitting next to me was new to our church. And her daughter had gone that year as her very first year in the ward. Sure. And they were kind of still wondering if they were going to continue. And Like continue going to church? Yes. They, okay. they were just new... Okay. Strange family. Um, the, um, who were they? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And, (laughs) okay. And yeah, she looks at the screen and she goes, is that you? Wow. Makeup really does you good. And it was that like, Oh dear God. I don't want to be here anymore. What an unt. Yeah, <laughs> what a fucking unt, man. It was rough. It, it was that like, ah, now all of those insecurities I was already feeling by seeing that picture pop up on the You screen. were already being like, you're already embarrassed well, by it. Well, I'm a freaking seventh grader. Yeah. Everything's embarrassing. Yeah. You're your ugly. life. Your life is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're ugly, you're awkward, and you just want to like go to your room. That's like all you want to do is just like be in your room. Yeah. And for her to call me out like that, and everybody heard, because oh, Corvallis uh, isn't necessarily a large church. No, it's not a large ward at all, yeah. Yeah, that was a tough one. Damn, so, th- th- so there was another black mark for the Mormons for me, and I was like, fuck. 
And then the stupid missionaries in Utah, man. <laughs> so you were living in Orem while you were mm-hmm. going to school, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, Orem and Provo are essentially the same town. Yes. Because there's no real kind of like cultural boundary between the two. No, but Orem's for the Jack Mormons and Provo's for the Goody Two Shoe Mormons. I would say that too because BYU is in, in Provo. Uh, I, you know. Yeah. And BYU's the, not all it's hopped up to be. Oh, I mean, yeah. Because, duh. <laughs> I bought Adderall from BYU on BYU's campus. You bought Adderall? You were buying drugs mm-hmm. illegally on mm-hmm. BYU's campus. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Yep, my roommate and not I. Not surprised. Yeah, we went to some random guy's dorm room and bought some Adderall. And to study? Yeah. I didn't study. <laughs> what did you end up doing on Adderall? I ended up writing all of my family members' names down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that takes Adderall to do. Yeah, I was awake for, I think, like 36 hours. Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dude. Yeah. But that's not the only thing that BYU... So, I met this boy in my astronomy class. Okay. And... Yeah. So he's taking classes at UVU, which means he's not taking classes at BYU. Yeah, because you can't take classes at both, No, I don't think so. Okay. So his dorm room was on BYU's campus. His dorm was? Yeah. How can you... I think he was, like, working something out with, like, a friend that was in the same dorm. I I don't know the logistics of the situation. It wasn't a very serious thing. Oh, okay. And... Wait, did I meet this guy? No, you didn't. I didn't? No, okay. no, no, no. This this is a very short-lived, very innocent... Flash in the pan. Yeah. Gotcha. Fun, like, more so, like, fun to watch movies with. Uh, yeah. Okay. Very, very innocent. Okay, okay. Um, gotcha, gotcha. I got him kicked out of his dorm. You did because you were beyond the threshold of his room yeah. after curfew? Yeah. <gasps> it wasn't after curfew. It was prior to curfew. It was just beyond the threshold. Well, be, uh, that's the rule. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. have a vagina and you are beyond the threshold of the door frame. Yep. You. And I think we were. Whore. I think we were watching a Disney movie. Well, I mean, when you think about it, they're extremely sexual. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of sluts. All those lions. <laughs> All those lions are a bunch of sluts. Yeah. So those are my, <laughs> those are like my only really two experiences at BYU at my own dorm. I so my I had like four roommates yeah. and um, two of them were kind of Jack Mormons. The other two were Goody Mormons. So explain Jack Mormon because I I mean I know what you're talking about, but okay. there's people who don't. Okay, so you have what I say by Goody Two Shoes is like you follow the rules. You go to church every Sunday. Your hair is blonde and you got fake boobs. Like that kind of like straight laced. Yeah. And that's very generalizing term because well, not yeah. all of them are like that. I mean, yeah, but like but like there's that that kind of stereotype. And, actually, and mom talked about it on yeah. her episode of like the the Utah Mormon. Yeah, the Utah Mormon. The yeah. stereotypical Utah Mormon. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes, fake boobs. Essentially carbon copies of every other one. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually kind of interesting that you say that, and I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but one of the most common 18th birthday presents for women in the Utah Valley and in the Salt Lake Valley is plastic surgery to get a breast augmentation. Yes. Yes. Bam. Yeah. So, and then the other two, uh, by what I mean by Jack Mormon. That doesn't like, create a complex. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> um, Jack Mormons are like, yeah, I go to church and I believe in it. It's got good values, but like, 
I like coffee. Yeah, I, I really like coffee. Yeah. Um, and probably making out a little bit too much. I'll have anal sex. Yeah, that's not normal sex, though. So, you know, you're No, good. it's not God's hole, so you're fine. <laughs> God's hole. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> that's where the term Provo Soak comes from. Ew. And I know you know what the Provo Soak I, is because you lived in Orem. Yeah, would you like me to explain it to our listeners? Uh, sure, yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put the penis in the vagina, but you don't move it in and out. Yeah, you just insert. Insert and soak. You just let it sit. Yeah. Because it's not sex if you're not moving. Yep. Um, but I would say that there are men who do the Provo Soak, that start to do the Provo Soak, but then they're constantly having to adjust because their shoulders slash arms slash elbows are tired. Mm. I heard that from a Mormon friend of mine. Wow. Uh, someone who you don't know, but uh, yeah. It's okay. While admit, I was, admit your sins. You will be forgiven. Yeah, I mean, right? You mm-hmm. would think so. The, the God has mm-hmm. enough power to forgive all of your sins mm-hmm. and all of your transgressions, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes having a little adjusting time with your girlfriend or your boyfriend is it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. You're not going to go to hell for having premarital sex. Yeah. So or those are sex, the, quote unquote. Those are the Jack Mormons. Yeah. Um, Making out in cars. Yeah, so yeah, so I kind of had, had both of those. Durfing. Do you know what durfing is? Oh, I don't know if I want to. It's called dry fricking. Outside the clothes? Uh, it's just a hump sesh. Oh. Yeah. All right. So just like foreplay without any reward at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a one-way track to blue balls. Mm, that sounds fun. Yeah, no, it's not. I don't know what that's like, but... Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, So... To get back, yeah, <laughs> back on track here. <laughs> anyway, um, one of my roommates was having her interest boy at the time come over, and he was a return missionary. Oh, and I know I've told you this story before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he sits down and he starts telling me about his mission and how holy he is. And I was like, okay, I've heard all of this before. I kind of know what you're talking about. And he was like, oh, you do. How do you know? Have you had, what are they called when you meet with missionaries? Uh, Missionary sessions. I thought they had a special term. Uh, No. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I might be wrong. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I was like, no, I actually grew up fundamentalist Mormon. And he was like, what do you mean by fundamentalist? He didn't know what fundamentalist Mormon was when he was a missionary. No, they are failing missionaries at the MTC in Provo. No. And then I said, I said, well, I grew up Mormon, except we still practice polygamy. And he was said, Mormons don't practice polygamy. And I said, yeah, they do. (laughs) Because I read a book of Mormon and the same book of Mormon that's on our coffee table right now is the same Book of Mormon that's in my closet at home in a box because it's Mormonism and we learned the same things. Go ahead. Ask me how many articles of faith there are because I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So then we got into this little bit of an argument where he told me that polygamy doesn't exist in the Mormon religion. Really? Ever. What? And I... Like, wait, hold on. Like, in the history of it? He didn't think that Mormons ever practiced polygamy. And... We talked about this before on the podcast... And it's crazy to me that at the MTC, they do not teach that Joseph Smith, the literal founder of the Mormon church, 
They do not teach that he was a polygamist. Nope. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was one experience with oh a return missionary. I mean, it's documented. Yeah. It's literally like objective fact that he tried to marry a ton of people. And I don't think this kid was like the brightest bulb in the in the box okay. or the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah. Because this is the same person that was like, oh, you're from Montana? You must smoke meth. And I was like, oh, you're from Utah? You must watch gay porn. Because, <laughs> you know, statistics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that made him really uncomfortable. Well, that's and then good for back. him. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. The next experience that I had with Mormon missionaries was the two very nice men. Yeah. That showed up to my house and were holding me in this conversation trap of like, come let us show you. You're Go to school here. You must be interested of some Dude, kind. working with missionaries is exactly like working with the used car salesman. Exactly. And they made me burn my tomato soup. And it was my last can of soup. And I was a poor college kid. And I didn't eat dinner that night. That means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I blamed missionaries for a long time for me being hungry so, that day. Okay. I very well could have just called my mom and been like, hey, can you put 20 bucks in my account so I can go get a cheeseburger? But that was, that's what Tinder was for for me. Wow. Yeah. I went on dates to get dinner. Well, you got to make do with what you got. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, the, the Mormons definitely, at least in Utah, they uh, made my experience a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunate. Damn. I did have a really, really nice lady invite me and my boyfriend at the time to her house. Mm -hmm. She made us falafel. Dude, falafel's so good. Yeah, and she invited us to church with her as well. We went to church and we sang the songs. And I think it was around like Easter time um, because there was a program. One of the the big two, I would say, in religions across the world, specifically yes. Judeo-Christian religions. Yes. Yeah, Easter, Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. I, there was a there was a little kids program, and those are always super entertaining to watch. Oh, dude, kids programs, dude. Yeah. They Even are if you lit. don't know who the kid is, lit. you're like, man, that kid's funny. That kid's awesome, dude. Yeah. My favorite thing to do, oh, not my favorite thing to do. One of my favorite things to do is like you go to a children's pageant, and it just it's I know it sounds weird when I say this, but you go to a children's pageant. Okay, get your minds out of your gutter, yeah. okay? But you go and you just watch one kid, just pick any child out of it, and you just watch them go about their day at the pageant and like the, how they handle pressure, what they're supposed to do, like if they are choreographed or not, like all that kind of stuff, it is hilarious. It is. In Pinesdale, I feel like they were a special sight. Oh yeah, because you're dealing with children cult members <laughs> trying to sing Christmas carols. Yes, remember those bells that Sister Yvonne had? <laughs> Ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Yep, yep. Yeah. And 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 with that, I never got a solo. You know why? Because I can't sing. That's a good thing. Yeah, I was so bummed. That's a good thing. Yeah, I wanted so bad to get the solo. But what I did get instead of the solo was a spot in the Cheaper by the Dozen play. I remember that. Yeah. I am not a boy. Daddy, I'm not a boy. Yep. Yeah. That was a weird thing. Yeah. That play. Yeah. Because of the casting choices. Yep. I know that nobody outside of Pinesdale will understand what's going on, but mm -hmm. the guy who played the dad was the father, the literal, actual, real life father of the woman who played the wife. So he, in the play, was married to his daughter. It was really weird. 
Yes, Tristan's back there looking at us like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to use names, but basically, like, there's this patriarch in Pinesdale who got casted as the father in Cheaper by the Dozen. Okay. His daughter was cast as the wife of Cheaper by the Dozen. So he and his daughter acted as husband and wife in the Cheaper by the Dozen play. And I'm pretty positive And that you were the daughter... I was the, the I was the youngest daughter that in the actual Cheaper by the Dozen play was supposed to be cast as a boy. Yeah. But they couldn't find any boys. <laughs> because the boys were like, I'm not acting, that's gay. Yeah, but <laughs> I landed like the, the part. stuff that made the people in town be like, okay. Yeah. We're right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The people down the hill from us were like, yeah, and then that's why that they're weird. Yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I do remember... Um, we had one kid in my class that just threw up like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like there was one time he threw up on the field, on the football field outside. He threw up, and <laughs> brother D made him go clean it up with paper towels. <laughs> he, wait, he went down to the paper. Th- wait, he well, hold on. So okay. grandpa made him go down to the field and yes. clean up puke with paper towels on the grass. Yes. Bullshit. No, I'm dead serious. What the fuck? I'm dead serious. Grandpa. And this is in the same year that that same kid threw up in another girl's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think he also oh threw God. up during one of our um, pageants. I think. Okay. We were, it was like, it wasn't like a I mean, I know of one Sunday particular school. person who threw up during a play. Yeah. He was older than me, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I think in my class, we also had somebody that threw up. Or he passed out. I can't remember. <laughs> one of the two. But uh, basically, your point being that, like, children's pageants, like Christmas pageants, where they're singing Christmas carols and doing a thing, you know, acting out the nativity scene or whatever, so is just hilarious. It is. It's so time. fucking funny. Every time. What else got on your list? I think we hit all the points now. Yeah? Yeah, I just want to talk about my experience in college. And, you know, it was just... Missionaries. missionaries. Burning your tomato soup. Burning my tomato soup. And, Fucking assholes. You know, just messing up a lot of shit in my life. Damn. Yeah. But then moving home. And I guess, like... I don't know. Oh, babe, what do you think? For what? Just relating... Your life to mine. Did you want to do that? I mean, I can, yeah, for sure. Do you want to grab a microphone? Yeah. Okay, sure. hold on. Okay. Okay, we're going to take a pause, and then we'll set up. So let's give you a proper introduction. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So so you are my sister's husband. Yes. Okay, cool. And I, I'm just because we wanted to add you in because of what we were talking about. I think you have full range. You have full veto, by the way. Both of you do, yeah. by the way. Okay. Um, in the event that you slip up with names or something totally. you wanted to say, just let me know, and I can edit it out. But yeah, totally. Go ahead. Go for it. So, so yeah. So we got together... And Tristan had, well, you grew up in the Valley, sort mm-hmm. of. You came over from Ohio yep. and moved to Montana, and we were parallel to each other going to schools, had n- no idea who each other were. Yeah, no, not at all. And um, so then wow. it's, I guess it's associated with the religion Yeah, as well. As, uh, it's like... More for me, it's like, do you get to pick what you want to believe in? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like if you believe 95% of it and the 5% you don't believe in, it's like, well, do you believe in it wholeheartedly then? Dude, I think about that all the time. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if you're not in it 100%, what's the point of being in it? Just like anything, like sports, we've all done it. We've all played sports. Yeah. Like yeah, state yeah, champs, yeah. both of you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah. 
if you're not in it 100%, what is the point of doing it? Yeah. And it's, I think that's something that's like really interesting to think about as far as like what you do, regardless of what endeavor it is, like what you were saying, like if you're, it doesn't matter what thing it is, if you're not in it hundred percent, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just so weird because there are tons of people who do things half-assed, like they do their job half-assed. And of course, like if you wanted to be the best dad possible, you would never have a job, but maybe you would because of you, what you like think of what being a dad means and like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Well, and, and think about that in the terms of like, not to be all like gooey or anything, but like our dad, our uncles, they are all putting a hundred percent into what they believe in. Yeah, totally. Which may look really strange from an outside perspective just like you grew up looking at pinesdale like what the fuck is that up there yeah totally <laughs> you know totally. so like those people but on the like hill. but we're all just going a hundred percent for what we believed in yeah that's which, very true which is i don't know i guess a really good way of inclusive being inclusive for everybody but like i don't know i think it's really amazing so what did you, okay, so here's a really interesting perspective that we haven't had on the podcast before. Okay. What did you think of Pinesdale when you were growing up? Because. Okay, because I was an outsider that moved in. Yeah. Because I was from Ohio. Yeah. So I heard everything. I grew up in Hamilton and you guys were more in that like Corvallis area. Yeah. So I feel like we even had more, like you guys were talking about the telephone game. Sure. We even had more of a spin on it. So it was from Pinesdale to Corvallis, Corvallis, or Corvallis, Corvallis to it, Hamilton. Exactly. Yeah. So we had the like, like I didn't really know what to believe because it's like I said, I was the outsider moving in. I'm like, okay, every every kid's saying the same thing. Do I believe in it? You sure, know what I mean? Sure. So it's that like, I don't know. There were, There was crazy shit. It was just like more than anything, it was like the incest thing and cousins being with cousins. That Which was weird. It isn't that far off. Exactly. <laughs> it was more that, like, it was like the Kentucky of the Valley is more what everyone made it seem like, if you the know Kentucky what I mean. Kentucky of the Valley. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that's such a, like, a Midwest thing to say because nobody thinks about Kentucky, but the, like, in Montana. But the thing, no. with, the thing with Pinesdale is, like, no one wanted to admit it, but everyone was pretty cool from Pinesdale at the same time. It's like whenever you hung out with a piney, they were a pretty cool person. Yeah. Did you interact with Pineys when you were in high school and stuff? Not not a whole lot. More in sports. You guys usually kicked our butts in sports, like track <laughs> and field and stuff. So it's like yeah. more hearing about you guys. Like I didn't personally interact. It was more like... You just heard about yeah, these weird exactly. folks up on the exactly. hill. Exactly. And it seemed like this almost like... Like I remember I played Red Sox baseball and we had to go sell tickets up there and being so scared <laughs> like I, i'm not kidding man you really? go up yeah totally it's like you'd go on the dirt roads and you'd go to up to like one of the houses and not that it's a bad looking house at all but it's that like man we're in pinesdale like don't be playing metal music up here man like let's listen to like something a little more slow chill so we're not bringing out anything bad it's like you know what i mean weird juju kind of thing is like how you felt going up there that's so fucking God. awesome i had like i had friends in middle school that weren't allowed to come to my house dude yeah i mean and like there's this one girl we were driving around those s curves in pinesdale and a dog ran across the road and course. she slams on her brakes she thought it was a porcupine, like <laughs> the Pinesdale porcupine that like guards Pinesdale. What? Yeah. There's not a por. I've never heard of a porcupine <laughs> guarding Pinesdale. Well, 
there was this rumor that yes. there was this porcupine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guard porcupine. Yeah. yeah, like guns in the bushes, all of those, like. Dude, silly. Stuff. The level of rumors that pineys would start, and then like everyone who was outside of pines that would just like whip up into something different. Yeah, that was my favorite thing growing up, or one of my most favorite things. I told I told a couple friends of mine. It was a really weird group of friends. Um, we happened to all be hanging out in Pinesdale. Like, yeah. kind of like late in the school year. So it was like kind of springtime-ish, um, getting to be summertime. Sure. So it was really warm outside and there was a wedding that was happening at the school. And Sick. all of the little flower girls were wearing the same dresses and they were about like 12-ish years old. And I managed to convince <laughs> these two people that they were all wearing the same dresses because they were all getting married to the same man. And there was one, one day a year that they married off all the 12 year olds. And oh, that was the day that we were hanging out in Pinesdale. My. See, but that's the stuff that people in town would have been like, totally. I knew it. I knew it. Totally saw everything con- I knew. They were convinced. They were convinced. And I was like, man, guys, this isn't real. Like, I can't keep, I can't, I'm sorry. I like, can't lie to you like this. <laughs> you started to feel guilty. At the yeah, point I where did. You're like, I'm sorry. I did. I was like, that's really I... not true. I don't want you to think that about this place. <laughs> <laughs> you regretted the rumor. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't think I've ever regretted any of the rumors that I've started have you started um, I convinced a girlfriend in college that we prayed with drums mm. Ooh. no we all just pray kneeling the same direction facing the temple that is supposedly in the holy grounds that is true and also Islamic bam Ooh. oh you guys really did that yeah. see that's the we stuff that still blows my mind day. even like listening to your guys's podcast in the background today I'm like really mm-hmm. and it's like stories I've heard a hundred times I'm like that detail was for sure left out last time I heard it. <laughs> well, it's easy to bring up, like, memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally, when you're person. with the right person. For sure, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, dude, yeah, I convinced her that we, that we prayed with drums, and it was, like, a family heirloom. Uh, I, I mean, I've said this on podcast before, yeah. but, like, yeah, we would, <laughs> we prayed with drums, and it was a family heirloom, so, like, the Jessops had, like, a various amount of Jessop drums, and that we passed them down from generation to generation, oh and it depended, God. like, it was all, like, like a family sword, like in like I Game wish. of Thrones. That'd be so fucking cool. It'd be way cooler, dude. Could you imagine if all the rumors that we have started as Pineys were actually true? Living in Pinesdale would be sick as shit. Yeah, we would be. We have to. We have guards. We have sniper units. We have canines. Porcupines. Porcupines. The guard. My dad's a sniper. Boom. Only bummer is we've got to fuck our cousins. You know, there's a give and take. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you have to. <laughs> there's, there's a part of that that, you know, there's like, you got to sacrifice something somewhere yeah. in order to have those things. And if it means fucking your cousins, <laughs> well, and that's the reason why we don't have them is because we haven't collectively chosen to constantly do that. Yes. That's the only reason why we don't have sniper towers and canine units. Yeah. Did you ever watch Waco? Dude, a crazy story with the show Waco. Yeah. I started watching it with mom. Really? Mom couldn't watch it. Because I remember her telling us that she couldn't watch it. Yeah. Why? So, wait, I don't feel like I was a part of that it's conversation. It's too culty. It's yeah. too, no, too real. So it's about David Koresh, mm-hmm. right? So, okay, so we started it. The we're Davidians, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're start talking about the Davidians and all this different stuff. And we were just talking about Pinesdale and this is when like the podcast was kind of like coming into a little bit more of a fruition mm-hmm. in the 
like my conscience. Yeah. So I was like throwing out different things and not so much like, Hey mom, I want to start a podcast, but like, Hey, yeah. How crazy is Pinesdale and whatever. Um, and this is when Waco was on Netflix and when it was like really taking off Yeah. and like the guy who plays David Koresh in Waco was in like the second season of true detective. Like he was a well-known, he's a, he's a well-known actor, right? Yeah. You've seen him in stuff. Like yeah. you, you see him, you're like, Oh, I recognize that guy. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and so, uh, we're like, Oh, let's, let's watch it. Why not? Um, and she was like, Oh, is this about like David Koresh? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't seen it, but uh, everyone's talking about it. Um, and she's like, okay, eh, okay, fine. It's, you know, we're, you know, starting, I think it was like just before quarantine started. Mm-hmm. Um, so she like grabs a glass of wine or whatever and she's watching it. We didn't get through the first episode. She was like, okay, turn it off. Can't do really? it. Really? Can't do it. Yeah, because it was so, it, it hit close to home. The way that they portrayed like the early stages of the Davidian cult. Mm-hmm is actually like pretty similar to where Pinesdale's at right now. Not so much where it is now, but what it was. Gotcha. Like, you know, when mom was around, when she, you know, converted to and everything. Like, I'm not saying that it was a beat for beat, word for word, but there was this overall vibe that was a little bit more powerful than what mom could handle. Wow. Yeah. And so when she was like, okay, turn it off. I can't watch this anymore. I was like, wait, fucking really? Holy shit. I get that. Yeah, I get that. We definitely have shows for that. So that's crazy for like that hitting home for your mom. It's like, definitely can understand that. Like, yeah, almost scared feeling, you know, yeah. what I mean? where it's like, I'm, I'm done. Nope. Yeah. Too real. It's yeah. real. That's really. It's like a horror film crazy, at that actually. point in my head. You know yeah. what I mean? No, it's I exactly I thought it was really interesting. Way. I loved the it show. It was super interesting. I thought it was great. It was I have a stupid question for you guys. Well, it's not a stupid question. So have you guys ever thought about like, there's the Davidians? What would you guys be in Pinesdale? The Jesopians. The Jesopians? The Jesopians? The Jesopians. The all red group. I mean, that's what it's already called. Okay. I mean, the all red group is like. I never heard of it called that. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, so yeah, it's actually kind of like. way back. That's when it, it was like it was you know you know when it started in the you know fifties sixties seventies. Primarily 70s. located in Utah. Yeah, primarily yeah. So when Rulin was the big dog, mm-hmm. and he was the leader and mm-hmm. everything else, like yeah, it was after um, after it kind of started to get a little bit more steam. Yeah. Then it kind of colloquially was called the All Red Group because Rulin was the head of it, and then his brother Owen was his successor so mm-hmm. like the all red name was pretty powerful and so that's why they called the all red group but as far as like what we'd be called now i mean our family is just so different because we've all yeah. left but like i mean pinesdale now is like split into like four different categories and it'll be part of another episode that i'll air wow. that'll air after this but like yeah like it's i mean there's the people who follow lynn the aub yeah then there's the people who still who don't follow Lynn but still practice polygamy what we like to call the F-U-A-U-B and then there's the people who have That's such a um, <laughs> left for the reason I think you call it F-U-A-U-B oh yeah fuck yeah. you A-U-B <laughs> just making sure so the F-U-A-U-B but they still live polygamy right okay. I, I imagine that they're kind of in that category of like just trying to keep their promises to each other yeah for sure for sure not necessarily caring about their promises to the yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so there's the AUB, the FUAUB, and then there's the people who are like are done with religion entirely, and that's where we like our family kind of yeah. falls in, and there's the people who left and joined the church. I 
So I there's kind of like four overall categories, AUB, okay. FUAUB, uh, non-anything atheist, whatever, agnostic, and then the people who are left and join the church. I respect all of those except for one. Which one? I don't, I don't respect the decision to follow somebody that knowingly is a pedophile. Well, I mean, if you want to get into a little bit of the lore, and not so much the lore, but the actual history, like, Joseph Smith was not really... No. Yeah. Stand up guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> dum 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 dum. And and I like I like to think that there's a lot of really good actual Mormons out there. Yeah. That can recognize the faults in their history, just like white people can recognize the faults in their history, and black people can recognize the faults in their history, and everybody can recognize their faults in their history. And that they're working more off of like the premise and the um, like the idea of the moral values. Does that make sense? Sure. So, so like I, I like to think that there are good people out there that don't necess- that can understand that Joseph Smith was not, that they, they can look at the facts of history and say, yeah. okay, that was wrong. We're no longer going to live that way. And I, 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 I can respect that. But what I can't respect is actively following a man that is still alive, that has not been prosecuted. Internally investigated, uh, which is kind of gross. That is pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> Can I record one of those sounds? Mm. <laughs> 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 or little sound bites. <laughs> yeah. Ew. But I can definitely respect somebody that's trying to keep their promise to multiple people. Well, I mean, that's what they, they're doing yeah. with... You know, with the the people who are following Lynn are doing that. You know? And that's where fucking... That's where it starts to get a little squirrely. I agree. Life is fucking squirrely. Yeah, dude. No, it's it's wild. And I, I... I don't get it. I don't understand. And I thought I did. Yeah. But I don't. And I am constantly being surprised, especially with, like, doing this podcast. Like, dude, I have had so many people through the telephone pole tell me <laughs> like are you a fucking sinner man not so much are, are you a sinner but like you know he has an axe to grind he's doing this because he has something to get off his chest that he's never had which is partly true and okay okay cool but do it, whatever it, you oh, want okay cool it's yeah, a podcast yeah, it's, totally. it's, it's turn, it <laughs> turn it off if you don't like it yeah exactly and so like I've had people being so super super critical but i actually do want to show you like an email that i got the other day yeah i'd love um, to see it actually, actually can i you? ask you one question yeah absolutely oh wait give me one sec let me see if i can pull it out <laughs> as i asked you i'm like oh what era so you're 27 yeah i'm 27 27 yeah so what era in pinesdale like because it seems like there's almost like different stages that sure. Pinesdale's gone through. Sure. What era has been your guys' favorite? Do you want to get up a little bit closer to the microphone? Yeah. What era yeah. is your guys' favorite? Okay. What era is our favorite? Dude, for me, I mean, we've talked about a Pines Academy a little bit, man, but like, dude, Pines Academy was lit. Okay. It was worried. absolutely lit. Dude, I can honestly, I can have my own separate podcast about strictly Pinesdale or Pines Academy stories. And okay. dude, it there's so many people that have gone through that school. I've that seen have so been, many injuries. 
Dude, I remember Thinking when that- about it, I just, I literally, I just thought of three, like <laughs> off the top of my hat that were first, severe injuries. First a concussion, day, broken arms, and a broken nose. The broken nose, I know exactly which one you're talking about because I witnessed it from the top of the swirly slide. Yes, exactly. I, I witnessed it from the balance beams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other one I witnessed as well because of the time that it took from this particular young man to run from one end of the hallway to the next, jump over the banister and break both of its wrists. <laughs> and it then, might have been well-deserved. Yeah, That's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. And then I got a concussion on the playground. I got hit by in the head by a tire swing. And I got, oh, yeah. And then I also got twirled. Around, you know, when you like pick up a kid and you're spinning in a circle and like the oh, yeah. momentum. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. She let go. Oh, nice. That was when Pines Academy saw a cement floor in the gym. Oh, sick. I remember waking up in dad's classroom being held by like eight men. Like, Dude. a blessing for sure. Like, they were trying to bring <laughs> me back to life. <laughs> <laughs> They're like trying to resurrect you. Yeah. There's like blood on your forehead. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I can account for two concussions. Your face, your face is not indented. No, but yeah, dude, for certain, like for real, I would say that in fact, there most of my audience are pineys. Mm -hmm. So what's up, dudes? Um, but like, <laughs> hey, but like, I would say that anybody who is from Pinesdale that is listening to this, being f kindergarten through sixth grade was part of their most favorite part of their lives. Oh okay. my god! Oh, easy. It was the best. Easy. I think I would be safe saying that. And even the summer times, like, like. So it's like, and oh, what's great? Yeah, no, you're right. So like, school time, school year, it was lit. Great. It was awesome. It was dope. I mean, there's probably some people who didn't like the experiments or experiments, experience. There's no experiments. <laughs> I, I um, mean, maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like, careful which room is your starting now. Exactly. All right. It depends on what you're doing for science class that there day. There is a font in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, you're right. So, but like during the school year, it was Pines Academy. It was awesome. But during the summer, it was also awesome because you okay. were with all of your friends, AKA relatives. And you were- Sam's Pond, man. You're doing Sam's Pond. You're up on the mountain. You're camping, hiking. You're doing all this different stuff. And it was awesome. Dude, Boy. like the ages from like five to 13 was just- Incredible. Dope. Word. It was sick. Okay. We, we basically had three square miles of just- do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But be respectful. Is that how big Pinesdale is? Pinesdale city proper is about one square mile ish. Oh, I thought it was really? more than that. But the mountain you can include in, in that. Which basically is about three square miles. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we had a sand pit like up at the top of the hill that. That's where you went sledding. Yeah, you'd go sledding every, every winter. We'd, we would leave Pines Academy, walk down the trail, and on our coats, slide down our driveway yeah. on the ice. Yeah. We would just leave for during recess, and we had like 10-minute recesses, but we had enough time to run down, slide like three times, and then run back to school. Yeah, it was awesome. That's pretty funny. But anyway, so... Does that answer your question? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay. <laughs> so I was talking about like people who are being super critical. Mm -hmm. um, like people talking about how like... And I'll talk about this a little bit later, but like in short, the main or one of the main criticisms that I've gotten so far on the podcast or about me doing the podcast is that I haven't had anybody who is currently living polygamy on the podcast. Okay. Right. I see. Yeah. And that's, a, of course, a valid concern. Yeah. What I wanted to say those, to those folks who are like, what the hell or 
what the frick is going on with these, you know, whatever. You haven't had anybody that's on there for, or whatever. I'm not saying that they are or not. Whether you have the question or not, it doesn't matter. But the answer to it is I have asked numerous folks Mm -hmm. who are currently in polygamous relationships or have been practicing current or practicing polygamy to be on the show. And I've been turned down every time except for technically three times. Okay. And I've recorded two of those people so far. The third one is going to be happening when I go to Utah. But like, yeah, like everyone that I've asked has turned me down. So volunteer if you're so concerned. So, yeah, exactly. Like if you if you want to be representative of, the, of that community to say your piece about stuff, it's not that I, I mean, of course, if you listen to the podcast before and you hear my thoughts about polygamy, that's the way it is. And I, I'm not saying that I'm going to agree with you, but that doesn't mean I don't respect you. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're not a douchebag. Yeah. Like I'm trying to do my best to get all sides of this, of this coin yeah, that everyone's exactly. kind of flipping around in their hands. Right. And so like, of course, that's like, it's if, not about ragging on polygamy. It's just about talking about how you grew up i mean yeah that's the point right and that's and that's a different experience for literally every single person and if i rag on i rag on it because that's my experience and there's i mean numerous people that have been on the show that have you know similar experiences to me but like at the same time like what dad was saying is like dude life was awesome yeah like yeah it's the way that it was that's the way life was it's not like it was good or bad or whatever it's just the way it is and like and we've talked about this that like it, I grew up with so much freedom and I was so safe. Oh, yeah. But there were some people that weren't safe. Yeah. No, see, and, the, the, and that's what we heard. Where it was sure. like, man, there's some diddling going on up there. And there is. Yeah, and there is. And there sure. was. Yep. And there currently is at some point, probably. For, yeah, it's really. Definitely. But there, I mean, I'm sure there isn't, and as sad as this is to say, in most communities. But it's like, for whatever reason, that was the community that was like. Well, they're because put there's on something a highlight because exactly. it's, a, it, yeah. It's, it's easy. It was easy to make different. you guys the like. Is it the victim? Would you guys be the victim there? The victim. I mean, maybe. The target, the the spotlight. Yeah, exactly. It was easy to put the spotlight on you guys because it's like, yeah, well, look at them up there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, and and, Cor- and like Cor- both Corvallis and Hamilton have like rampant meth problems. Oh, and like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. like Pinesdale didn't have a meth problem. No, no. And I don't even remember Piney's like really smoking weed. You know what I mean? We like, didn't. You know, it's really. like you guys did cross country and track. <laughs> that's what you guys did. Yeah, they're I like mean, those the, guys. The are occasional weird. like, like basketball player that would come out of nowhere. You know. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. But anyway, to at, at any rate, we don't have to harp on that. And that's definitely like a definitely like a <laughs> like a meta yeah. part of it. Just yeah. because like it's still so early in the podcast. But basically, I wanted to read this email that I got um, from a mutual relative who has asked me in particular, and you'll hear in a minute, um, who has asked me to keep her identity private. Um, but this is an, an email that I received just a few days ago last week says, dear Chris, you probably don't know me, but you can probably tell from my last name where I come from. I'm taking a big leap out of my comfort zone and wanted to send you a really quick note. I've listened to all of your episodes and they have been super entertaining and extremely cathartic if I'm honest. And in parentheses, it says, I'm not sure if you intended the podcast to be therapeutic, but it is exclamation point. I am quote, physically in mentally out AUB member and by all appearances still a mostly active member. So this person is still living the lifestyle, keeping up appearances. Yes. Like they have made the decision in their own brain and in their own heart, their, you know, their contrite spirit Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
to to leave and not be associated with it. My heart is beating so fast for this person because I, <laughs> I just I I know what it's like to have to like step out of your comfort zone like this. And so, yeah. props to whoever this is. Yeah, um, and uh, by all appearances, still a mostly active member. <clears throat> it has been so validating to hear your guests echo echo the issues I've been struggling with for a long time. Your mom's episode in particular was really moving. She captured exactly how I feel about polygamy, and I really admire her for standing up for herself and for truth. Did you read this to mom? I haven't yet. You need to. I will. That is the kind of courage I hope to emulate one day. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate your commitment to confidentiality, so I respectfully ask that you keep my identity private if you choose to share the contents of this note. And I had already asked her if I could, and she said yes. I'm not sure, or I'm sure it's not lost on you how traumatic it can be for a member of a high demand religion to learn a loved one has, quote, left the faith, especially from the grapevine, a.k.a. the telephone pole. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your discretion. Keep up the good work and hope and know that your podcast has made a difference to someone who needed it. Sincerely. So and so. Um, Yeah. So like someone who reached out to me and I did not ask for people to reach out. I mean, the only thing that I'm doing is asking for people to reach out with like their questions so I can do it like asking you shall receive episode. Yeah. (laughs) But like (laughs) they are, yeah, they're asking me to, or basically not asking me to do anything. They're just like expressing themselves on how like cathartic it's been. And dude, like right now I can look at my analytics for how often or how many listens I have so far. Mm Mm-hmm. And dude, I am so unbelievably, dude, I'm at 5,430 listens. That's Fuck super cool, yeah, dude. man. That's, that's dude, awesome. Like, like this is, this is something that I'm like, <sighs> I don't want to get like. <laughs> don't get it, gushy on me. Uh, no. Yeah. But seriously, like it really means a lot to know that there's somebody out there that is like, listened to whoever, like mom or, 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 you know, any of the guests that have been on the show. Yeah that have like taken a lot of value from it and have like, you know, it's been healing for them. Well, it's just so important for people to know that they're not alone. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. You know? Sure. And like, yeah, I've had my own experience with, with polygamy and, and leaving it and leaving that lifestyle and that mentality and everything. But there's still people who are in it right now who haven't found the courage yet to physically leave. Right. And I learned a new term. The new term is like physically in mentally out is like an acronym in ex-Mormon communities. It's called PIMO, right? So physically in, mentally out, right? Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I'm a PIMO. And I was like, <laughs> okay, it sounds a little weird. It yeah, does. Like initially when you first hear it, but then when I, you know, figured out what, what was going on and I asked her about it, she's like, oh yeah, and such and such. And I was like, oh, I know exactly what that's like to be a physically in, mentally out person in Mormonism or more importantly, fundamentalist Mormonism. That's amazing. Yeah. So like the, I, I hear that kind of stuff and like, I'm not asking people to listen to my show if they want to, then they can. And that's their choice because that's what I said from the very beginning. If you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah. It's all good. You've done that. Like if you're the person who like lives polygamy or is associated with people who do currently live polygamy and you don't like the fact that I'm doing the podcast, You've turned yourself off to a lot of different types of things in your life. Yeah. Whether it's alcohol, coffee, or whatever, do it with this show. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's okay. I don't care. Yeah. 
I genuinely don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> you don't like the song on the radio, change the station. There you go. That's it. <laughs>